from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the Super Stack Show today, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world. Thank you for supporting the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Make sure you follow us on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Download the episodes. We appreciate all the support. I got so many fans from all over the world. It's so humbling. I love you all. We got a super stack show for you all today. Today is going to be the AEW special. We're going to talk about our predictions from all out. We're going to also be giving you the rundown of what you're going to see tonight on AEW Dynamite. And on top of all that, I'm going to give my thoughts on what will take AEW to the next level. It is clear that they're entering into a new stratosphere, a new era. They have a lot of big, exciting things on the horizon for them. But can they keep up with the momentum? Can they sustain the excitement? And if so, how? We're going to talk all about that today. Once again, thank you so much for supporting the show. Hit that download button. Subscribe to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Let's get into the show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for letting me into your Wednesday morning routine. I appreciate you guys having me on right now in the car as you drive to work or as you're drinking your morning coffee or heading home from work if you work that night shift. I mean, whatever you are doing right now, I appreciate you guys rocking and riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking all about AEW. Today is the AEW special. We're going to give our predictions to All Out this Sunday. We'll give you the rundown of what you're going to be seeing tonight on AEW Dynamite. And, like I said, we're going to be talking about what I think is going to take AEW to the next level. And if they could sustain the current excitement that AEW has right now. The whole wrestling world is talking about AEW. The whole wrestling world is talking about how, right now, they are on the verge of being true competition to the WWE. So... Let's see if they could actually get to that point and stay on top because that's very important. We're going to talk about that later in the show. Catch me today on the Dirty Heels podcast. Make sure you follow Dirty Heels on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel. We did a 
Really cool show yesterday. We had The Gathering. It was the Dirty Heels podcast meeting up with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, meeting up with the Call Up podcast, and we gave our AEW all-out predictions. So I'm going to reiterate my predictions here today, but if you want to check it out and you want to hear like a roundtable discussion with all the predictions, make sure you check out the Dirty Heels podcast today featuring your boy. So we basically ran down the card for all-out and... I'm going to do that again here right now because I feel like, you know, a lot is going to be going down. I feel like it's probably the most stacked show for AEW in AEW history. The card is insane. So let's talk about it. Right now, there's currently 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 matches signed. 10 matches signed for AEW All Out in Chicago this Sunday. We're going to go in order, and I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win and why, or what I would like to see happen. Starting out with the 21-woman Casino Battle Royal to crown a future title shot, I think that this is going to be setting up for the surprise of Ruby Soho coming to her hometown, debuting for AEW, and I think Ruby Soho takes the victory here. Uh, first match on the card is going to be Paul White versus QT Marshall. I think Paul White takes this one. Easy victory. One punch knockout. There's a lot of matches on this card, and a lot of matches on this card deserve time. So, you can't have every match go the distance. Paul White versus QT Marshall doesn't need to go more than two minutes. Paul White gets in the ring. Boom! Knockout punch, QT Marshall's out, one, two, three. That's how I would do it. Because, to be honest, I'm. it's cool to see Paul White in the AEW ring, but do we necessarily have to see Paul White wrestle a long match or a match in general? Not in this stage of his career. I think that it's not an attraction. If you want to see Paul White wrestle an attraction match, give him Shaq. You know what I mean? John Moxley versus the Japanese legend Satoshi Kojima. This is going to be one of my most anticipated matches for All Out. I'm extremely excited. A few months back when Kojima was in Impact Wrestling, you knew I was going Google Gaga over here. I was saying how Kojima is one of my favorite New Japan pro wrestling stars. I'm a big fan of Kojima's work in New Japan and in All Japan. I was so excited to see him in the States wrestling for Impact Wrestling. Now he's here in AEW. John Moxley versus Kojima is going to be a big match. I think John Moxley picks up the victory, but I think that this might be sleeper match of the night. Another match that I think is not getting as much attention as it should is going to be Miro versus Eddie Kingston. I didn't know that I needed to see this match until it was announced. I am extremely excited for Miro and Eddie Kingston. This right here is, I wouldn't say it's a dream match, but this is going to be one stiff-ass match that's going to be... Yeah, they're going to bring the house down. I think Miro comes out the victor here. We might see Lana. But I think Miro comes out the victor here. I don't think you end his title ring yet. But I'm sure his toughest task yet will be Eddie Kingston. And Eddie Kingston is going to take the fight to Miro. I'm really excited for that match. Another match I'm extremely excited for is Andrade El Idolo versus Pac. Now, when Andrade El Idolo debuted on that episode of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, I was saying then, before he even called out Pac in the Death Triangle, when I was naming matches that I would like to see, I believe it was the second or third match that I named, 
it was Andrade versus Pac. I think these two are going to mesh really well. I think Andrade is, you know, he needs the victory. Andrade is definitely, you know, a superstar. He's got a lot of buzz behind him right now. Just had an amazing match with Kenny Omega at Triple Mania with Ric Flair in his side. Andrade picks this victory up, I believe. I think Pac, you know, Pac loses. And I think that the Lucha Bros, they they turn their back on Pac. I think that the Lucha Bros join Andrade El Idolo. I always said that I love Death Triangle, but I don't think Death Triangle fits or meshes well. I don't think Pac fits with Death Triangle. I don't think Pac fits with Penta and Phoenix. I love the team. Very talented team. But just seems like a random pairing. I will be more invested in Pac trying to get his revenge going against Pentagon. Pac versus Phoenix. These are all new matches that we've never seen and would be phenomenal. And then you could have the revenge match between Pac and Andrade. I don't think you put Pac with another team. I think Pac is a loner. Pac seems like a loner. So why would you, you know, put him with another team? I think Pac goes solo. The Lucha Bros turn heel. And they join Andrade El Idolo. It's going to be a swerve, but... All this, you know, we're down to the end. Death Triangle till death. You know what I mean? All that... They're making it a little obvious that something is going to happen here. And then when you got the team of Andrade El Idolo, Pentagon Jr., Phoenix, managed by and voiced by Chavo Guerrero, that, that's a solid team. It's been a long time since we te- what, since we've seen a team of Latinos coming together of this caliber. You know what I mean? No disrespect to Lucha House Party. But if you take Lucha House Party and you put them against Andrade, Penta, and Phoenix, bruh. Bruh. No competition. Next match on the card is the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros for the AEW Tag Team Champions in a steel cage match. I think... The Young Bucks, I mean, the Young Bucks don't need it right now. They don't need it right now. I think the Lucha Bros win. The Lucha Bros with tag team gold behind Andrade, El Idolo, that's how you really push that team forward, if that's the, if that's how they're going. That's all my prediction. It's all, like, there's no rumors that that's happening. It's not like I know anything. It's just my prediction. I think that that's the way to go. You give them... Was called. You make a big team out of Andrade. You make a team out of uh, the Lucha Bros and Andrade. You put the tag team titles on the Lucha Bros. Maybe have Andrade go after the TNT title. That, that They would look nice decked out in gold. I'm just saying. And the Lucha Bros, I said this yesterday on the show. The Lucha Bros is one of, or if not the best, tag team in the business today. And for the fact that we're almost three years in and we don't have a tag team title reign by Penta and Phoenix, it's a, it's a shame. 
A thrown-together team like Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, as talented as they are, was more more promoted as a tag team than the Lucha Bros. There's so many talented teams that deserve that tag team gold. The Lucha Bros, Santana and Ortiz. I don't know. I definitely feel like the Lucha Bros need to win the titles. If you want to keep them an established tag team, they can't lose every single time they're up against the big one. And especially in the cage, the Young Bucks have nowhere to run. The Young Bucks can't have Brandon Cutler. The Young Bucks can't have Michael Nakazawa, Don Callis, uh, Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows. Nobody It's inside of a cage. You're locked in there with two Mexican psychos, Lucha Bros, Cero Miedo, Animo. I think it's the Lucha Bros night. This is the two-year anniversary from Escalera de la Muerte. The, what is being regarded as one of the greatest ladder matches of all time. The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. All out 2019. Escalera de la Muerte. The Lucha Bros picked up the victory. They won the AAA Tag Team Champions that night from the, the Young Bucks. I say history repeats itself inside of the steel cage. Right now, the Bucks and the Lucha Bros are one and one. The Bucks beat them at Double or Nothing on the debut show for AEW. The Lucha Bros beat them in Escalera de la Muerte at All Out 2019. And here in 2021, we got the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Steel cage match. The rubber match. I say the Lucha Bros pick up the victory there. Next match on the card, we have... Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's Champion. I'm a big Chris Statlander fan, but I don't think you take the title off Britt Baker right now. Britt Baker is doing amazing work as a champion. She's over as hell. I think that the only one flaw that I would say right now with the booking of Britt Baker is, is they are missing the mark. She's over. She needs to be like a badass, cool baby face instead of still trying to book her as a heel that people, they're trying to get people to boo, it seems. I would book Britt Baker as a baby face, a Stone Cold-esque anti-authority baby face because that's basically how she's getting over right now by herself. That reaction in Pittsburgh screams baby face. But then in her match with Red Velvet on the debut episode of Rampage. <laughs> there was nothing babyface about that. So I don't know. I think that they need to kind of define the character of Britt Baker. Define the role of Britt Baker. But Britt Baker definitely leaves AEW All Out 2021. Still your AEW Women's Champion in my opinion. Chris Jericho versus MJF. If Chris Jericho loses, his in-ring career is over. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see at All Out. I think that MJF beats Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho goes off to commentary. He's no longer in the ring. Chris Jericho's not really needed to be in the in-ring capacity right now in AEW. You have a lot more big stars coming in. And Chris Jericho is winding down in his career. He does not need to be in there mixing it up. 
I like Chris Jericho. I always loved Chris Jericho. I'm a big Chris Jericho fan. But right now, you don't want to derail the rise of MJF. MJF can't win the big one. He has to win this big one. MJF was built, 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 beats Cody, goes for the AEW World Champion against Moxley, loses. Built, 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 now against Jericho, you gotta win. You gotta win. I think MJF ends the in-ring career of Chris Jericho here at All Out. Darby Allen versus CM Punk. Now, yesterday I had a hot take on the uh, Dirty Heels podcast. You'll check it out today on YouTube. Once again, subscribe to Dirty Heels. My hot take was, since it is pretty much in everyone's mind a guarantee that CM Punk comes out the victor in this match, in his hometown in Chicago, Being that if he beats Darby, where does Darby go from here? What if he doesn't beat Darby? What if to create more of a buzz, Darby Allen turns heel? I gave a scenario on the Dirty Heels podcast yesterday. I said, what if Darby Allen, you know, can't put CM Punk away? And then he gets frustrated. We have a referee bump or something. Or the referee's distracted somehow. He tries to use Sting's bat. Sting doesn't allow him to use the bat. Darby pushes Sting off. Grabs the bat. Takes out CM Punk. One, two, three. To define that he's a heel. Because Darby does crazy shit already. He hits people with skateboards and all that. And it's like, oh, that's cool. He's still a babyface. He has to do something that would define this is a heel move. I think that would set Darby Allen up for the dynamite after. You know what I mean? Darby Allen having a role after. Having a path after. Because what what's Darby Allen's path if CM Punk just beats Darby Allen on the pay-per-view? Here you got you're gonna have a lot of buzz coming out of it. Darby Allen picks up the victory. He's probably going to feud with Sting. CM Punk's going to want his return match. The crowd's going to probably riot. CM Punk losing his in-ring return. That crowd will riot. And I think that is what's going to get people talking. CM Punk returning to the ring and picking up the victory against Darby Allen is not going to have people talking. If you want people to be talking after this, if you want this to be the conversation on Monday, damn, Darby Allen screwed CM Punk. Damn, CM Punk's in-ring return was stolen from him. CM Punk's first victory in front of his hometown in Chicago was stolen from him. Now CM Punk wants revenge. Now the next time CM Punk faces Darby Allin, there's an actual story behind it. Now it's a grudge match. And until we get CM Punk versus Darby 2, we got Sting and Darby Allin having a sub-feud. Sting is trying to Figure out the mindset of Darby Allen. Hey, what what made you snap? Come on, man. Come on. You don't have to go that route. And Darby says, Sting, you're holding me back. I don't need you, old man. And then we have Sting and Darby Allen maybe at a pay-per-view. 
one-on-one. But I think that Darby needs something to do. I think Darby needs to make an impact because if Darby just loses to CM Punk, where does he go from there? The wrestling news and media will melt the fuck down if CM Punk loses. And CM Punk is already a mega star. He does not need to win his in-ring return. He's going to be there for a long time. CM Punk doesn't need to be undefeated. CM Punk doesn't need to win against Darby Allin. This not only elevates Darby's status... He'll be one of the most talked about people. And I guarantee you, for everyone saying, oh, well, you would ruin the push of CM Punk. Fuck that. CM Punk is such a mega star that nobody is going to stop liking CM Punk if he loses against Darby Allin. Simple as that. CM Punk lost both his MMA matches. You see any wrestling fan saying, oh, I don't like him anymore. No. Nobody will stop cheering and giving monster pops to CM Punk if he loses to Darby Allen. I guarantee it. Don't worry. It don't ruin nobody. At this stage in CM Punk's career, yes, he is here to return to wrestling. Yes, he's still a big name. But also, you cannot put the guys like Darby and, and Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy and MJF on the back burner because of guys like CM Punk and the Spotlight. Darby Allen makes an impact and beats CM Punk. Hot take. Main event time. Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. I'm expecting a great match. I'm expecting a better match than what we saw at Rampage. And that Rampage match was phenomenal. Now that they mixed it up, they fell. Uh, I was about to say they feel each other. The filling out process is uh, over. Now that you got more of a grudge between Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. I believe it's going to be a much better match. And I say Kenny Omega wins the title. Well, he retains the title. And the reason why I say this is because I feel like, in my opinion, Kenny Omega's reign is only through the halfway mark. You have some big names coming into AEW. You have big names already here in AEW. One being Christian Cage. I think at this point, he starts going into the next level of the title reign. I think we start seeing the best bout machine and we start seeing some dream matches. Starting out with Christian Cage. Then possibly CM Punk. Possibly Adam Cole. Possibly Brian Danielson. A couple months down the line, possibly Bray Wyatt. Give us the dream matches for the title because that's what's going to draw. And then you have a whole, what's called, a whole nother chapter to this title reign of Kenny Omega. He goes, phase one, the belt collector. Phase two, the leader of the elite. Phase three, the dream match best bout machine. And then you have him drop it. He has to drop it. 
to none other than Hangman Page. Hangman Page needs to be the next champion. Whenever that matchup will take place, I don't know. But Hangman Page needs to be the next champion. I don't think you take the title off him right now to Christian Cage. But we'll see. It's being heavily rumored that Brian Danielson will debut at All Out. I gave my opinion on that yesterday on the show. I think that you don't have him debut at All Out. You wait. You don't want the momentum of everything to all be at once. You want to wait until, you know, the CM Punk momentum and excitement peaks. And then as it peaks before it starts going down, you give them something else to be extremely excited about. Boom, you have Daniel Bryan debut. I say hold it off to New York. I would even be opposed to holding it off until the next pay-per-view. I just don't think that you do it right now. CM Punk just debuted two weeks ago. You don't need to have Daniel Bryan there too at the moment. It, it would be cool when everybody is here, when everybody is in the company. All the rumored people are here. But right now, you don't want to blow your load all at once. You want to have the, you know, you want to spread the wealth. You want to make sure that that crowd stays invested. And then right when the excitement starts to dwindle a little bit, you give them something else to be invested in. Instead of, oh, here's everybody all at once. And then when all that goes down, it's like, oh, okay, now what? That's my AEW All Out prediction. I think it's going to be one hell of a show. Shouts to Kenny from the Call Up Podcast. He's going to be live in attendance in the Now Arena. Have a good time, bro. I can't wait. The show's going to be phenomenal. Make sure you check out AEW All Out this Sunday. Also, make sure you check out AEW Dynamite tonight. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be giving you the rundown of what you're going to see on AEW Dynamite. And then I will be giving you... My opinion on what will take AEW to the next level. So we'll be right back. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. 
we're about to give you the rundown and predictions of what we will be seeing tonight on AEW Dynamite, the go-home show before All Out this Sunday. A lot of action going down tonight. Some pretty good matches signed and matches that will be the blow-off to some feuds that I think could have been on the pay-per-view this Sunday. I'm really excited about this Dynamite. After that, we're going to be having a little free talk about what's going to take AEW to the next level and how are they going to sustain this excitement that they currently have. We're going to be talking about all that right now, so let's get into that right now. AEW Dynamite tonight is the go-home show before All Out this Sunday. We will also be getting AEW Rampage live on Friday night. But this is the last Dynamite before we see the stack card that we just talked about before the commercial break for All Out. This itself is a stack card. This itself is a stacked Dynamite. And I am kind of baffled on why some of these matches could not be on the pay-per-view instead of here on Dynamite. So I'm going to give you the rundown right here. One, CM Punk is set to appear live in front of the Chicago crowd. He will be talking about Darby Allen tonight before they match up at All Out. I think you got to have Darby Allen come out. I think you're going to have to have Darby Allen finally face-to-face with CM Punk before their matchup. That's the only thing I would say. I'm extremely excited for CM Punk to return to the ring, but there's been re- really little buzz about this matchup. There hasn't been much like interactions between Puzz, Buzz between Punk and Darby Allen. So what I would like to see is maybe Darby Allen and CM Punk get in each other's face. Maybe not a pull apart. They don't have to do that, but maybe you know like w- try to one up each other on the mic, talk a little rah rah, you know, something like that. Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford will take place tonight. If you've seen last week's Rampage on Friday, Penelope Ford cost Ty Conti the matchup against the Bunny, so Ty Conti wants some revenge. That should be a good match. Tony Schiavone was going to have a sit-down with MJF. I'm sure he's going to try to, you know, talk his little shit against Chris Jericho. And as Tony Schiavone has a sit-down with MJF, we'll also be getting a Jim Ross in-ring interview with Chris Jericho. Now, usually... Jim Ross does the sit-downs, and the in-ring interviews are by Tony Schiavone. So, it's a little switch-up here. We'll see what happens there. But, Chris Jericho and MJF will be given last-minute buzz and hype for their matchup, the retirement matchup between MJF and Chris Jericho. Now, we're going to be seeing FTR versus Santana and Ortiz on this card. It is heavily rumored that this is the final matchup in FTR's history. It's heavily rumored that Cash Wheeler is retiring after this matchup due to the nerve damage from the injury that he sustained the last time they faced off against Santana and Ortiz. If that's the case, first of all, that's extremely sad. I am a big FTR fan and it would suck royally if this is the last we see of FTR. I totally agree that, you know, if you have nerve damage, it's probably not the best thing to be in the ring. I totally agree. But there's that side of me that thinks that this might be a swerve. We might not see the ending of FTR. FTR cheats to win and it's all a ruse. I don't know. If you see the pictures of the injury, it was extremely graphic. And there's no way you're faking that. But. If this is indeed the last of FTR and they're all in Chicago, 
We couldn't get FTR versus Santana and Ortiz on the pay-per-view. I'd pay to see that match. I would pay to see that match. I don't know why we're not getting this on the pay-per-view and we're getting it here on Dynamite. I love Paul White. I love the big show. But Paul White versus QT Marshall does not have to be on the pay-per-view. I'd put that here and instead put FTR versus Santana Ortiz on the pay-per-view. Also, this is a random thought, but with all the build to Malachi Black taking out the uh, Nightmare family, how's there not a Malachi Black match on the pay-per-view? Unless they book a matchup for the pay-per-view tonight. But that's last minute notice. I would have thought that Cody Rhodes would have came back and tried to get his revenge on Malachi Black. And we would have Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black at the pay-per-view. But last week we saw Shoddy Lee try to confront Malachi Black. So maybe we get Malachi Black versus Shoddy Lee at the pay-per-view. But Malachi Black has been built. Why is he not on this show? Unless... You're going to do Shoddy Lee versus Malachi Black on Rampage? I, I don't know, but Malachi Black, I believe, deserves to be on the show. Another matchup we're getting tonight is Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans with Matt Hardy. The feud between the best friends and the Hardy family office continues here. I'm, uh, I'm okay with that match, but a match that I'm really excited to see tonight is Brian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs. We've seen Cage go against... Uh, Ricky Starks. It's time for the two hosses of Team Taz to go at it. It's time for Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs. These two guys are going to beat the shit out of each other, and I am excited for it. I really, really am excited to see Powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage tonight. And then the main event. The Elite versus the Lucha Bros and the Jurassic Express. I'm sure it will be... Uh, the members of the elite will be the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks. Please, please, please don't let it be the Young Bucks with Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler. I'm begging you. Like, Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler, there's nothing elite about them. But please let it be the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers versus the Jurassic Express and the uh, Lucha Bros. That would tear the house down. That crowd would be wild for that. That sounds like an amazing eight-man tag match. Overall, this looks like a very stacked Dynamite. The whole weekend in Chicago is stacked. You have one of the best cards in All Out. You got this stacked Dynamite. Rampage is going to be stacked as well. You know they always stack up Rampage. So, yo, AEW is showing a lot of love to Chicago. They were just at the United Center debut of CM Punk. One of the biggest moments ever. Chicago goes wild. You know what I mean? Then a couple weeks after, Chicago gets a huge Dynamite. Then Chicago gets another Rampage, and now Chicago gets the big pay-per-view too. Like, Chicago is the home of AEW. People say it's Jacksonville. (sighs) Chicago right now is getting a lot of love. And that crowd's going to be hot. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But let's talk about the buzz. Let's talk about the excitement of AEW. In my opinion, 
AEW is in a privileged position to continue something big. They are in a privileged position to make a huge name out of themselves. And I think they're in a privileged position to become true competition to the WWE, whether they want to or not. I think that the way they go about it is they're going to be key here. If AEW, like I said on the last segment, bloats their load and they fucking have everybody debut at once, that's not going to do it. AEW needs to spread out a little bit. To sustain the buzz that AEW has, you know, it's rumored that Adam Cole is coming in. It's rumored that Brian Danielson is coming in. It's rumored that Bray Wyatt is coming in. And I'm sure there's more to come. To sustain that buzz, it's all about mapping out when these debuts happen, how these debuts happen, and the direction you have for them going forward. And also, in order for AEW to sustain that buzz, it's going to be coming down to the littlest things. They need to fine-tune what does not work, and they need to accentuate what does work. They need to find out, hey, you know what? What makes us look Bush League? The refereeing is one. There's some piss-poor refereeing in AEW, especially during tag matches. Especially during Young Buck tag matches. And especially when Rick Knox is the referee. No offense. They need to tighten those screws up. They need to also try to promote the show as serious as possible. Because here's the thing. There's a place for comedy. But you need to promote this as a serious show. Because you're now being talked as serious competition. You don't want to be the... You don't want to be the the lighthearted side of wrestling. You, you want to have a serious tone. There's always moments where you could get comedic. But there needs to be a serious tone for the main storylines in this company. There needs to be a more professional atmosphere. And by that, I don't mean... Oh, we have to be WWE. But I think the matches need to be mapped out in a more professional way. I don't think AEW needs to have a thousand flips and a thousand topes one after another in these matches. I think that you need to bring back the psychology, which AEW has a lot of, but they don't show it all the time. I think what AEW does with their long-term story building is awesome. But the only thing that I think AEW needs to work on is the way that they, one, tell their stories, two, build their stories, and three, promote their stories. They need to promote what they got. Andrade versus Pac is promoted every week by backstage segments, but... Andrade had one match in it the eight, nine weeks that he's been with AEW. Why is this guy not getting more in-ring time? Why are we not seeing what he could do in-ring that will get us excited for his match with Pac? Why is CM Punk versus Darby Allin a random matchup with no interactions between them? Why couldn't Darby Allin come out last week on Dynamite where CM Punk was in the ring with uh, Tony Schiavone 
Why couldn't Darby snatch the mic from him and says, you're on. I accept. You want the match from me? You just made the biggest mistake of your life. Nothing. No interaction between them at all. We got more of a build for Paul White versus QT Marshall. I'm not shitting on that match. I keep going back to it. But we got more of a build for that match than we got for CM Punk and Darby Allin. And that's saying a lot. AEW needs to build their stories. And they need to promote what the stories are. They need to promote the matches. I think that they just need to fine-tune it. That's all AEW needs is some fine-tuning. And you got a problem. If you fine-tune it, AEW is a problem. In a positive way, by the way. When you got the, the, the fucking roster that you got, the Kenny Omegas, the Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, Pac, Andrade, Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Darby Allin, Jungle Boy, MJF, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Jake Hagar. And there's many, many more. And then you're adding a Brian Danielson. You're adding a possible Adam Cole. You're adding a possible Bray Wyatt. At that point, I say, you are in the position to take over. But you got to do it right. You could have all the big stars. You could have all the big names in wrestling. But you got to do it right. The WCW had every big name there was. You had the Hogans. You had the Savages. You had the Lugers, the Halls, the Nash, the Bret Hart's, Ric Flair's. Does it matter? If you're not promoted right, if you're not being booked right, it don't matter who's on your roster. Everybody that I just gave you hype for were all a part of the WWE. The WWE had Bray Wyatt, Adam Cole, Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. And look, things were, there was ups and downs. But just because you have the best roster in the world does not mean anything if you're not promoting it right. If you're not booking it right. And that's why I talked about Daniel Bryan showing up at All Out. I just wouldn't do it. Yes, it has buzz. Yes, people will talk about it on Monday. But the show's already going to be buzzworthy. CM Punk is back in the ring. Do you necessarily need to do that now? I will hold off. For the same reasons I said before. It's all going to be up to how AEW goes forward. Because right now the talk of the wrestling world is they are in a position to make noise. But. The best noise is made. When you go about it the right way. That's my opinion. But hey what do I know? I don't know shit. But if you want to hear more of what I know, then tune in tomorrow to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We're going to be talking all about tonight's AEW Dynamite. We'll give you the rundown. We're going to be talking about tomorrow night's Impact Wrestling on Access TV. All the news and notes from around the wrestling world like we always do. Make sure you 
Follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Make sure you follow us on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. I appreciate all my fans from all over the world. You made August the most downloaded month in history for this podcast. I appreciate you guys. I salute you guys. I love you guys. I bow to you guys. Thank you so much. September, we're here. We're going to make it even bigger. Thank you for all the support. I love you guys. Stay safe. Stay strong. Stay positive. One love. Tune in tomorrow to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, baby. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.